All right. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Car Thoughts with David. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I've got another special interview with uh, with me today. Uh, this is Wynn Charles, and she is an author, a speaker, a, write, a writer, a uh, she's you know, studying journalism, you know, I don't think there's anything she really can't do. You know, she's also hosting two podcasts. One is called I Win, which I was on earlier in the week uh, as a guest. And then she's also got one called Welcome to Journalism. So right now, uh, Win, I'd just like to open the floor up to you and let you introduce yourself. Well, thank you, David, for having me on. As I said, as David said, I am a journalist a teacher, a writer, and a motivational speaker, and I do all that while man- managing a physical disability called ataxia, spastic, cerebral palsy, CT for short. Don't Google CT. It will send you down a rabbit hole that you won't get out of. And so, and my podcast, my first podcast, it's called Ask Win, not I Win. That's the name of my book. And then my book, I should say my book, I should say I've written about eight of them. And then I, my second podcast, also hosted on Anchor, is called Welcome to Journalism. And it's my story as I go through um, the journalism degree program and yeah so you guys are joining me on the journalism degree program as i try and do this with a physical disability all right yeah and sorry about that you know i was looking at your list of books and i read i win and said that um yeah, oh, meaning to that's say okay. ask, ask when. Okay. So, so, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did say I win tonight. <laughs> uh, that's okay. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's, uh, that's okay. I um, caught you and you corrected, so that's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. So, and, and, and like you said, you've written quite a few books. Uh, so far, I've only... Uh, made it through your first book, I Win, which which was really great, by the way. Uh, it was your story, and I just thought that was a really cool, uh, you know, book. And then, you know, you sent me the list of your other books, and I was like, wow, you know, you've written so much. And, I mean, it's just really amazing. I mean, what what led you to start, uh, you know, what led you to start writing and, and decide that you wanted to pursue a, a career as a writer and as a journalist? Well, what led me to start writing is, and all my teacher friends who listen to Cause Thoughts with Dave are going to be screaming at their phones because they're going to agree with me on this point. Um, God bless my mom, but she kind of forced me into the education space. She kind of came from well, I shouldn't say kind of, did come from the um, philosophy of you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer, or you have to be a teacher. Well, doctor, lawyer were out of the questions for me with physical disabilities. And so 
these kind of forced me into the education field. I had no options. She was serving in this room when I um, accepted a job. Long story short, um, a friend of mine gave me that job. It was a volunteer basis. I tried to ask my employer for a paycheck. My dad was a witness to that one. My employer at the time just started laughing at me. And my employer at the time emotionally abused me because she didn't like diversity. So basically, I lost my job when the economy crashed in 2001. In 2009, sorry, 2009, and so, yeah, 10 days after my mom died, I um, got a new job, which I've been gainfully employed for eight years, and been in the education space for 13 years, and... um, the reason why I'm trying to walk away from it and use it as my fund money is because teachers in general get paid low. Teachers in general get paid low. I don't care if you're on the admission side. I don't care if you teach at a private school. I don't care if you teach at a home school. Well, home school, you don't get paid at all. And then um, I don't care, college, university, I don't care. Teachers just get paid low. Yeah, very true. I mean, that's – I remember when I was in college, and it's been a long time ago, (laughs) um, after my first semester I was offered a substitute teaching position um, because my professor was actually going to be out on maternity leave. And when they told me the the pay, I was like, well, I'm working at Toys R Us right now, and I would be, I'm would i making more money than what you guys are going to yeah. offer me to teach in, yeah. a, in college. Exactly. Um, I, I can't give up a minimum wage job at a toy store for a prestigious college job, uh, professor position if I'm going to be making less money. That just doesn't make financial sense. No, um, that's I mean, it would have been it would have been great experience, but sense. yeah. So I definitely understand where you're coming from on that because I mean, and and God bless everyone out there who teaches because I mean it's it is a hard job. Um, it is also a lot of times a very rewarding job, but not in the financial sense. <laughs> no, and I get more thank yous from the journalism crowd than I do the teaching crowd, and I think that all teachers should at least learn how to self-publish. I did, and or some teachers if they technically savvy enough. I will suggest that they start a podcast on Anchor because Anchor, you can do it via your phone. So why not start a podcast on Anchor on um, a subject that you enjoy outside of teaching 
and then um, you can promote it, Dave, and I will promote it, and then you'll be all set. And then um, you can take some passion <laughs> out of teaching because teaching and your job, IT, Dave, computer engineering, is very, 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 very stressful when it comes down to it. And I'm not kidding when I say stressful. Yeah, I mean, it certainly, certainly uh, is, yeah. So, I mean... You know, and and that's the one thing I try and tell people on this show, and, and you, you just touched on it, was, you know, find something that you're passionate about and go out there and do it, you know, to give you that that joy and that, you know, excitement in life that you might be lacking because you're in a regular 9-to-5 job that you just really don't enjoy or you're not as passionate about as you used to be or for whatever reason, you know, find that other thing, that hobby, that side hustle or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, and pursue it because I mean, a lot of these things you can do for little or no money, like hosting a podcast on Anchor or self-publishing a book through Amazon. You know, those are two things that you can pretty much do for, for pretty much for free. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's fairly easy to do. So, absolutely. Exactly. So, um, as, uh, yeah, so as far as the rest of your books, I'm, I'm not overly familiar with them, but so – are all of the books, um, you know, what what are the rest of your books about, I guess, would be the best question. Well, um, my latest autobiography, it's in the editing process as of today, actually. I'm just signing a contract now with the editor. And so my latest autobiography will be my last autobiography forever because I can't write any more about CP. I consider myself a novelist more than I consider myself a memoirist. And so I am deciding to make the big decision and announce here that um, Shia CP will be my last autobiography forever. And yeah, that's the plan. I plan to write a novel after I finish journalism school, after I finish the first part of journalism school. And um, and so what is the rest of my books? The rest of my books are novels and then, uh, and then one autobiography thrown in there for good measure. But the rest of my books are novels and anthologies. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to definitely reading the rest of them. I've got you know a, a long list of books that I'm I'm reading, and I'm I'm adding yours to the list as well. And, and you know, because I like I just enjoy the way you write, and I can't wait to see your you know more of your uh, journalism stuff for sure because it's just um, the way you write. It's you can tell that you have a passion for it. And I think that's really, you know, again, that's part of the thing, you know, that, that I think is something good for everybody is to find that thing you're passionate about. Just go out and do it, you know. Just enjoy it because, you know, that's what makes life and this journey, you know, pleasant and and, and gives us those warm memories that we can look back on. And, and of course, you know, um, 
can open doors. You know, you start writing books, and then you can go and speak or, you know, eventually step away from a career and, and move into doing journalism or, you know, there's so many different opportunities that can open up as a result. Um, you know, I know uh, you've uh, you've spoke at several places um, on a number of subjects. I, I, I remember one of them, you actually spoke here in Charlotte not too long ago. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I did. Uh, women's Empowerment Conference down there and um, had a general time down there. And so when I can, I love to travel. I love to travel, especially to the East Coast, because I love my East Coasters. They're the nicest people on the planet. And, um, and so I think what um, ends up happening is because I have cerebral palsy, people think that I can't earn a college degree and I'm going to prove them wrong and thank God I came into this college degree with published books because I can write a paper in two seconds flat. Now, it's not very pretty unless someone else edits it right now, but um, I could write a paper in two seconds flat and have someone else edit it, but they're all my baseline thoughts. In I Come Again, it was all my baseline thoughts. Yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, you know, that's one thing, too, is, is being able to travel. I love traveling myself, um, you know, and going anywhere that I can. And, um, you know, it, I, I think that's really cool. And that's a lot of things, that, that's something that people a lot of times miss out on because they just think, like, okay, well, I've got to work this job, and, you know, uh, I I don't know where else to go. I mean, I, I'm i from Ohio originally. That's where I was born, though I was raised here in North Carolina. And um, a lot of people from my hometown, they don't leave, you know, at all, ever. <laughs> and, they, um, you know, I don't understand yeah, that. I, I don't get that because I'm a free, I'm a free spirit. I'm going to go and travel and see things. And, um, you know, like you said, it's, it's, uh, you know, a, uh, uh, an adventure and it's fun and, and it's something to be enjoyed, you know? <laughs> yep. So, um, let's see here. So, you know, you're, your books and and your speaking and I mean you you've done so much and I know you you said also that you love to ski as well or um... oh boy oh boy <laughs> now we're opening up a can of worms that yeah I would like close at this point but I can't um, I the second adaptive snowboarder in the world. I am the second adaptive snowboarder in the world. My best friend who invented the system that I use is the first, and she's been doing it longer than I have. So, yeah. Very cool, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, I... I know you mentioned that, and I was like, "Wow, you know, that's just really cool." Because I've it's something I've always wanted to do. You know, I've just, just never actually. Um, every time I've tried to go to the mountains here to go skiing or snowboarding um, or to try it, uh, there's been no snow because North Carolina's got weird weather. You know, it can be freezing well, cold yeah. snow. 
or or yeah. hot. I mean, I've, yeah. I've had barbecues on Christmas Day, and I've had times where there was two feet of snow. So <laughs> I know you never you can quite tell. That. And with global warming now, um, we had a hard winter. We had a light winter last um, year too. Out here, out here being Aspen, Colorado, and um, for those of you who think, oh. Aspen gets pretty snow. Oh, yes, we do, but with global warming now, I don't know what the winter is going to bring. Right. Yeah, I know my uh, my sister-in-law actually lives in Colorado Springs, and a couple weeks ago she sent us some pictures of, like, light snow out there um, that, that they had had, and I was like, oh, wow, it's, like, still September. <laughs> and then, you know, and then, of course, we had been in the 90s until last week, and it was like, yeah, now it's uh, in the 40s and 50s. So, you know, our, our weather has completely changed over the course of just a week. Yep. But, so you never know with global warming. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um you know, so you said you've got this new book in in um, editing right now, or on its way to being uh, published. Um, you know, how how did you transition from being uh, you know self published to actually finding a publisher? Did someone actually like reach out to you, or did you submit it and they said, "Oh, okay, am, yeah, we." I am actually, I am actually. It's funny you say that because people think. This book is going to be self-published, but no, this book is not because, <laughs> unfortunately, Amazon did a dance um, a couple months ago where they combined Kindle Direct Publishing and Create Space, which is Kindle is a Kindle. That's how you publish a book on Kindle, and then Create Space is a entity for a paperback version of books. So they did a um, merger of those two systems, and it's been hella, hella ever since, and I'm just done. So right now I'm using Mill City Plus to publish, and it may be after I get the editing done, I may... Um, push it back to January, but they're going to do all the work for me so I can just sit back, relax, and walk away, and then get all the royalties. And that's what I like. I I don't mind writing books. I don't mind doing the cover on work. I don't, but I don't even mind doing the editing. It's the uploading and the formatting and all this junk that you have to do to publish a book. And it's like, really, guys? They used to make it so easy when I got um, started in the self-publishing industry that it's not funny. And now it's like they... Now it's like nuts because I'm sorry about that, you guys. My headphones just 
died, by the way. And so that's why I had to switch to speakerphone. And so now they make the process so dang complicated that I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I, I, I submitted a short story to the uh, Kindle Direct Publishing myself, and um, there was a lot of steps to it, for sure, because yeah. um, I just kind of wanted to see what the process was like. Um, so I can definitely, definitely agree with you on that, because, I mean, it was just like, it was a dream I had. I woke up and, like, literally typed it out, what it was, and I was like, I might eventually finish writing this book, but I had my other book that I'm writing right now um, in kind of the forefront of my mind. So I was like, I'm just going to publish this out just so I can see what the process is. And, you know, it was it was a lot of stuff. It took me about an hour to get through it. And it was like, you know, 10, 15 pages. It wasn't even that long. And the funny thing is that Amazon will let you publish anything so they will let you publish a story without it being edited, which sucks because all the editors out there, one, they don't have work, two, all the independent published authors out there who have so much time and money invested in their books get the fuzzy end of the Wawali pop because Amazon doesn't have quality standards. Right. Yeah. And, and um, you know, it's just, yeah, you're absolutely right because all you do is you basically set up your account, you upload it, and you can even make your cover art and everything there and just put it out and, okay, I've got a book on Amazon. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a hard, long, drawn-out process. I know I made it just sound really simple right now, but, but yeah, you don't have to really do anything. You just upload it, and they're like, okay, cool, here it is. Uh, this is how many pages it's going to be based on this book format for Kindle. You know, if you want to make it into a real book, this is how it's going to be laid out. And, yeah, there's no – nothing stopping you, basically. So for those of you curious about writing a book, it is really simple <laughs> to self-publish but definitely either self-edit it if you feel comfortable doing that or get an editor to clean it up and to help you because a lot of things that we do in writing, we don't notice that we're doing until an editor says, do you realize that you said so like 87,000 times in this book? Uh, maybe yeah. you might want to cut that down all to 47,000 times. <laughs> to edit your book, I'll be happy to edit your book, you guys, and just so we don't have the issue of Amazon bidding back a book and it doesn't sell and then you have a million copies in the garage. Right, exactly. Because obviously the purpose of writing a book is to sell a couple copies. So Yeah, yeah and not only to your not only to your friends and family, please. Exactly. Exactly. So um, so another thing that you, you have, uh, which I've looked at your site a little bit, is Aspen Rose Arts, um, which is yes, actually yes. – um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say that is 
one of the things that people want me to get back to after I after I get my journalism degree. So I may I may for the sake of it go into graphic design and see what um that lands up to be because I am planning to get my MFA but I'll probably I'll see if I can double major in graphic design and then um lighting. If not I'm gonna end up with my MFA and just do um digital artwork on the side. Yeah, I mean that's that's really cool because I yeah I've seen some of your your stuff like I said I haven't had a lot of time because this week has really been a whirlwind um, as you as you know we talked about my interviews coming up and meetings and things like that so it's just been one thing after another um, on top of my my regular work um, but yeah I mean just just uh, you know I I definitely say go for it I for what I saw as far as your art uh, it, it was very good I was I was very happy. So anyone out there who's you know listening, if you're if you're interested in checking it out, just Google Aspen Road Rose Arts and check it out. She's got some really good good stuff there to look at, and then of course also obviously check out her show Ask Lynn. Uh, I got it right that time <laughs> uh, because she has a ton of interviews. I mean I know you guys uh, listening out there, you know you've seen I've had like four or five interviews. She has a ton of interviews, a ton of episodes, a ton of great content. So, um, so yeah, I mean, just I'm I'm really happy to have you on the show. Um, to be honest, I was actually going to ask you next week if you wanted to be on the show, and um, and then of course you 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 beat me to the punch. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, yeah, let's do it. I'm 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 down. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, because I'm open to any any interview that you guys can offer me because. I need, I'm on a mission to sell 1 million books in 2018 slash the year 2019. I'm on a mission to sell 1 million books and I want to do that via Amazon and I want to do that via my publisher, Mill City Plus 2. And so I am on a mission to do that, and if you guys go to booktoread.com class, I win, no spaces, and I win, that will set you up on a e-reader such as Apple iBooks, Kindle Nook, um, Kindle Nook and Cobol, and then you can download my book and the sales go directly to my PayPal, so that's how they have it set up. That's how I have it set up. So I, it will be interested to see if I can sell one million books over 2019 slash the end of 2018. I certainly, uh, you know. Wish you the best of luck on that. And like I said, guys, you know, I read her first book so far, and, you know, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed her writing. So, you know, by all means, definitely um, check out that site, or you can find her on Amazon as well. 
Ahab and, and, you know, just really great writing. And if you're looking for something as a guide, because that's one thing that I found helped me in my writing was consuming content, consuming great writing, you know, taking it in, building that input, and then, okay, you've got a base. So now you can turn around and turn that writing into, you know, something that, um, you know, something that you can use as, as kind of a guide, like, okay, this is how a book should flow. And uh, because, uh, like, for instance, when I'm writing science fiction, you know, there's certain arcs to science fiction novels. So, you know, there's a flow to it. So using that method, you know, you can write one as well. You know, you just have to consume that content, get used to how it's supposed to go, and go from there. So. And, of course, I, you know, when, uh, definitely chime in. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a terrible um, reader when it comes to being books, probably because I can't hold a physical book. So a Kindle book is much easier for me to read. So you guys have to bear with me, and I'm launching another podcast in January called The Author's Artwork. Um, it's another I find sponsor for that or as soon as I get my finances together for that I will watch it and it's all about the why authors wrote their books it's not it is going to be an interview based show but it's only going to be focused on books and I'm really excited about that and yes I will read the books that you guys give me or you guys send me. I mean, I can um, read books. It's just Kindle books are easier for me to read. And I don't think a lot of colleges now, not to say that um, my college doesn't have the accessibility, but I was talking to a college the morning Purdue, um, Dubai University because I'm considering their communications program and one of the things they said um, is for all the able-bodied students they get ebooks and I don't care if you're disabled or not ebooks are here to stay and so what Dubai is trying to do is not waste of book books. And I call um, paperback books, I call hardcover books the book book because we're all on our iPhones, we're all on our smart speakers, and we're all on every device known to man. But yet, colleges are so behind that even if you ask for special um, accommodations, they have a hard time finding these books in the ebook format. I mean, this semester, now, Grammar, I didn't even buy the book because I'm like, I can't even hold a book. I'll learn more in the actual module than being out of a textbook. But in um, textbooks, Grammar, are so expensive 
they're more expensive than an e-book. But the fact that colleges are not using this technology that these millennials or older millennials like myself have in the palm of our hands just shocks me. It shocks me as a teacher. It shocks me as a student of journalism. It shocks me as a journalist. Yeah, I mean, for sure, because, I mean, that's a place where you're going to learn about the way things work in the real world. You know, you're learning about a career, and, you know, as soon as you step out of college, you know, you might never touch another physical book again with the way, like you said, ebooks are here to stay. Almost every book I have, even if I have a physical copy of the book, I have it in digital form as well because I always have my iPad with me. So if I'm sitting somewhere and I'm like, I'd like to read a couple chapters of this book again, you know, just kind of refresh myself. I can just pull it up right on my iPad and just scroll right through it. I don't have to carry, you know, a suitcase to to bring all those books with me, which makes it a lot easier. So um, hopefully colleges pick up on that a lot sooner because I know even my my nephews and my niece, um, a lot of their books were digital. So they have tablets or they, they have them on their laptops. And, I mean, they're still in elementary and middle school. So, you know, co- colleges are even behind, you know, early education schools um, in that regard because, I mean, almost everything they have is digital on iPads now. Yeah, because um, I was going to say these educators could go into iBooks and make books for their students. And um, so it's shocking that these two college um, texts, these college campuses don't have digital textbooks. And even at my community college, um, Colorado Mountain College, which I got my original education degree from, they um, still were not that good at getting me digital textbooks. They said, here, here's a textbook. I'm like, I can't even hold a textbook, let alone read this heavy-ass textbook. I use it as a paperweight. I use it as a paperweight. And these these books are so expensive, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. So the fact that Dubai is Dubai University is saying let's get rid of the textbook and let's go the digital format. Yeah, please help help a student out here. Help a student out with a physical disability. And not to say that I don't love my program, but as I said at the beginning of the call, teachers are just getting paid low no matter what teaching field, no matter what side of teaching you're in, you're just getting paid low, and it's still the same paycheck after 13 years for me, and then it's a low paycheck. So no matter what, you're just getting paid low, and the fact that you can't find uh, e-book textbook to 
help a student out here and you want to hand them a, a physical copy of a book and slam it well on our iPhones, well on our iPads, well on everything, like this, you know, tomorrow, just ceases to amaze me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's something that's going to change. I'm sure they'll get around to it. It's just they're kind of a little bit behind. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, definitely. And, you know, like I said, I prefer the digital book format as well um, in my life because it's easier to travel with. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I just want to thank you for coming on and talking about this and, and definitely, you know, uh, if you want to give any shout-outs as far as your, your website, your your podcast or anything like that, social media, where people can get in touch with you, if they want to send you, you know, books or, uh, uh, you know, as far as for editing or whatever, you know, feel free. And, I would uh, um, I would actually – people could actually contact me via Twitter at WinKelly, K-E-L-O-Y, Charles, C-H-A-L-L-S, my full name, and that's – the outside of course and my email is aspenwin at gmail dot com and if it's okay I'll give my phone number out too just in case people wanna send me um a text and say I have a book that needs to be edited and just say you heard me on call talk with Dave I know what you're talking about. My phone number is nine seven oh Six one eight eighty eight forty, and for those of you that have the iPhone capabilities and the Apple capabilities, the iPhone doesn't. Um, when you set up an iPhone to to another iPhone, it doesn't go against your bill using Mint, and so um, that's the great purpose of the iPhone. They use I. Um, a system called iMessaging. So if you guys have an iPhone and looking for an editor and think that I'm a good fit, let me know, and then I can send it off to my editing team and see if I can get you hooked up with a better editor than I. And let's just get this whole thing started. Um, I hate to say this, but my generation, it's been called the laziest generation, but let's change that, please, because I don't want to um, be known as a lazy millennial. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. You know, people people look at me and they're like, "Well, you're you're a hard worker, but you're a millennial." So I don't know how I can trust that. You know, so so you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. right there in the boat exactly. with you. Yeah. No, you and I are on the other side of millennials and. Man, they call us lazy, and it's like, hello, no, and you you need to get that side hustle started today, whether it's driving for Uber or whether it's publishing a book. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Wynn, for being on the show. Um, the show, I'll have it published out tomorrow morning. And so, you know, I'll definitely send you the links and everything. And, and again, thank you so much for taking time to uh, talk with me today. You are so welcome. And thank you. And thank you for uh, promoting my podcast. 
through your company, your side hustle. By the way, you guys should use Dave, Dave's side hustle. I got curiosity to kill the cat syndrome on LinkedIn, and I asked Dave what he did as a side hustle, and he told me, and I took him up on the offer. He got so excited. He produced a podcast about it, and ever since then, we've been working together, and so you guys should take um, Dave's side hustle up if you have a podcast. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that plug for for my uh, no, my dual podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. I'm not kidding. I mean, no, no. What you're doing is great, and what you're doing in IT is great. But let's have the passionate people of the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Wynn, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you, guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.